following episode you're about to listen to is tangent from our usual episode. These do not contain usual enthusiasm and fun behind it because episodes 17 through 21 were more fact-giving episodes and are more heavily researched. Not to be confused with our other episodes, there is some research done when needed. We will not be offended if you skip past these episodes to our other episodes, starting with episode 22 of, of season two, which is a truer representation of who we are. Thank you very much, and on to the episode. Hey everyone, welcome to A New Stigmas and Open Wounds. I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. All right, so before the show opens, I would just like to tell you that our season ender is coming up really soon. Our last episode is going to be, I believe, at the end of September. And I would really like to make it a kind of a questions episode or have some questions from people. So far, I have not gotten any questions from people. So really what I would like from from some of you guys is questions. (laughs) So so if you guys could get some questions and really about, we're, we're really open about answering questions. If you have questions for me, questions for Eric, any of our experiences, mental health related, whatever. And if it gets a little bit too personal, you know, we'll touch on it and say, hey, might not answer it fully. So if you could get those questions into stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com or hit us up via personal messenger on our Facebook page or our Instagram account. You can just search us on there and we're pretty easy to find. So on to our topic today. We're on overthinkers. Funny thing about this is really overthought this one. <laughs> I overthought it so much that this is... Recording s- number two. Yes, it is. <laughs> well... The reason it is, is because I didn't really like it the first time. I realized that I was going on a tangent with the way that I was recording the show. I thought that I needed to be more credible with the way I was doing things. So the way I was doing it, I was doing a lot more research. And I should have been doing the research for myself and kind of just giving it to you guys instead of boring you guys with the research. And... You know what? I'm not going to do that with you guys anymore with the boring research. I'm just going to I'm just going to give it to you guys straight the way I used to be doing it. I'm going to I'm going to get back to our, our regular way that we were doing it. So, overthinkers, right? Like I said, really overthought this one. And uh I've been an overthinker for a long time. Long time. Eric can attest to that, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I really, I think I've been one since I've been little. I used to to think that my overthinking could sometimes be good. But when I was doing my research, I found out that there's a fine line between overthinking and worrying. And and that's that's something we'll kinda kinda get into. Well, isn't isn't worrying kind of a byproduct of overthinking? You start yeah. overthinking something and then you start worrying about it because you're overthinking about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's it's kind of it's kind of like what happens is like you'll worry about one thing, like okay, so for instance, like oh no, I'm really low on cash this week, and then you're like, oh my gosh, well, what if what if something happens, like what if they start cutting jobs at work? <laughs> well, they might not even be cutting jobs at work, but what if what if I lose my job? Well, what if what if this you know so you start thinking about the next bad thing and the next bad thing. And, and none of these other things could be happening, but you just start thinking about the next thing and the next thing and you can't shut it off. And that's, that's really what happens about it. So you just start going from one thing to another thing to another thing. And then you're like, wait, what was the first thing that I started thinking about? And I would assume that somebody who has anxiety per se for an example is going to be much more prone to overthinking because the anxiety is going to send you into the overthinking mode because I can just think of the times that I've overthought about something and it's generally been because I've been my brain has been operating too quickly probably because it was over caffeinated or something like that and and you know you like you lay down and go to sleep and all your mind does is race because there's so much energy and it doesn't know what else to do, basically. Right, right. And like, so. for instance, I planned this episode last night when we went to bed. And and I know I know I was not happy with the first episode. And I we were kind of talking about, let's maybe, if, I'll, I'll kind of finish editing it and then we'll kind of talk about it. And, and I thought... I'm just gonna, I, I couldn't fall asleep last night. You were, you were fully tired. I was getting there and I was like, okay, this is what I could do. And I started just typing it in my phone. Like these are, this is point A, point B, etc. And I, I, I just loosely kind of plan my episodes, but I thought, okay. And what happened was I was laying in bed and I thought, well, this is what I could do. This is what I could do. And then I thought I got to get my phone out and I got to I got to play in this. Otherwise, it's not going to get out of my head. Mm-hmm. And and I think what it was, I don't know if I'm partially hypomanic or what, but I was not ready to sleep. And and you kind of were. And I could have stayed up, whatever. But I was I was slightly, I had more, more awakeness in me, whether I was hyper, etc. And so my brain was going, whereas yours... Yours was definitely not going. So my brain was going. I could not shut it off. So I had to get all of that out. Once I got it out, I was able to sleep. So, hey, that's that's a coping mechanism. We'll talk about some coping mechanisms, but that that's a coping mechanism. And and yeah, so I guess if you're anxious, that definitely that's something that can that can drive you. Mm-hmm. And and while while overthinking is technically not not realized as one of those mental illnesses. It is one of those things where when I was doing my research, it turns out they say it's associated a lot of times. It's a byproduct. Right. They're like, okay, so if you have anxiety, depression, there's a lot of times that you're going to have a tendency to overthink. Or maybe if you overthink down the line, you're going to get anxiety, depression. Now, I want you all to to realize that doesn't mean if you overthink that you're going to get anxiety, depression. I'm not saying because Eric sometimes overthinks that he's going to get anxiety, depression, etc. Down the line, everybody sometimes overthinks. We all have a tendency to do that. Sometimes we just can't get something 
out of our head. It it happens to all of us. So, I mean, there, there's just something that we all are going to overthink about. And I think it's important to say, like, if you're one of these people that's sitting listening to this and saying, well, you're right, overthinking isn't a thing because everybody does it. And you're right, overthinking isn't a mental illness. It isn't a thing, but it's something, but, something that somebody with a mental illness, because they're, their mind is generally going to be firing on higher cylinders, moving rapidly, th- thoughts going through mm-hmm. crazy, they're going to be more prone to overthink, whereas right. you are a person that doesn't have that mental difference is not going to be as prone to right. to get overthinking. So where I, if you're the person that is sitting there thinking, well, I overthink and it's not that big of a deal, just get over it. For a person that has some sort of mental illness, it is a bigger deal because Correct. it is more frequent and it can get more out of control because just their mental mind works in a different way and it can drive it a right. lot further and a lot more frequent than what right. a normal person might be used to. Right. So it's, when we say overthinking, yes, it's overthinking and it's the same overthinking that everybody else has, but it is different because it's more concentrated it's more yeah extreme it's like it's kind of like depression yeah everybody gets depressed but then there's depression to an extreme so it's just it's like well i get sad well yeah i get sad too but then i get sad 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 where i don't want to get out of bed i don't want to do anything i can't do anything so now here's here's an example that just i guess recently happened so we were in upper michigan this this past week and I, I had something that I, I tried my hardest not to overthink about, but I just, I couldn't get it out of my head. It just bothered me. And because I'm, I'm trying so much better to, to not overthink. But we were, we were trying to cross a busy road and this person was trying to be nice, but I don't think they realized that they were not really being nice. And they stopped uh, one way so that we could cross. However, they did not realize that there was, or maybe they did, <laughs> there was still traffic coming from the other way. So then we had to try to hurry across and go into traffic. The person then goes, you're welcome. And I got so mad because usually I do thank the person or give them a wave, but I'm like, I'm not going to thank this person for putting me in danger because you're making me run in front of you or not run, etc. And then there's traffic still coming. So it was just a really impossible situation. And then she's mad because we didn't thank her. So then the rest of the day, it just kept coming up in my head like, wow, she really wanted me to thank her? And, and then I'm like, no, 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 no. Maybe she didn't know. Or maybe she's just a really unhappy person. And, and then I'm like, but really? Now, here's my question to you, Eric. How many times did that come up to you other than when I brought it up? Well, actually, I didn't realize. I never realized what she fully said until not just now. So oh, really? Because I probably, probably didn't remember. Really oh, because I kept ranting about it. Because, yeah, like I, I heard I heard her say something, but I didn't understand what she said. And... Oh, I was so generally mad. whenever whenever a stranger says anything to me, my default is just to apologize to them. <laughs> That's I just love what it. I do. 
Well, so sometimes, like, sometimes so I like do. If I don't then... know you and you say hi to me, I might just be, oh, sorry. <laughs> like That's like just that. what I do. <laughs> sometimes I do that, but no, that that's how I might. And I don't know that I'm, and, and again, like I said, I'm trying so much better to be so much better about my overthinking. But with that one, I just, it kept coming up. And then I, I kept saying, Tracy, put it to bed. It's it's nothing to think about. But then I'm like, no, really? That was that was uncalled for. But it, it was a dramatic misunderstanding. She yeah. she she thought she didn't put into her head that, oh, there could be traffic coming from the other direction. Right. So just because I stopped doesn't necessarily mean they can go. I know. And well, I think the reason I, I got so upset was because I'm usually so nice about saying like, you know, giving the, the polite wave. And so, yeah, I just kept coming up in my head like, but I'm so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that that that's just sort of my thing where I'm like, but it just kept coming up in my head. And I, but so now I, I, but I am get, trying to get so much better at going, okay, so why are things continually coming up in my head and, and extracting it and going, okay, so is this coming up just because it's, because it, there is something genuinely bothering me about it, or is it just stupidly coming up in my head? So I'm trying to extract going, okay, is there something bothering me? Like, for instance, the last podcast episode or the the first one that we edited about this. I'm like, it just kept coming up and I edited part of it, didn't like it. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I, I, the reason it kept coming up in my head was I genuinely didn't like it. I didn't like the format. I, so now I'm happy. I'm happy that I figured out. Well, why you're I not happy until we get to the end of this. No, but I'm happy. Like- I'm happy that I realized why I didn't like it. So now, and I think that's part of the thing you have to do now and is realize why are things coming up in my head? Is it just something that is stupid or is it something that I need to do something about and address? And that's where it's the difference between overthinking and problem solving. So there's a huge difference because I used to think my overthinking is is great. Like I, I was like, having an overthinker as a friend is great. We're always, we're always prepared. I mean, I had a friend back in the day who was like, you know, I know you don't smoke, but I could probably ask you if you have a lighter because you would. <laughs> and I'm like, surprisingly, I don't, but I would actually think that I would. <laughs> and, and I, I almost went out and got a lighter just to, or to have one on me. And I'm like, I'm not going to support that habit. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I really thought that that was sort of one of those things and in certain ways have having the overthinker preparedness thing can be a good thing but if it's the the planningness and the problem solving if you take your overthinking and use it as problem solving that can be a good thing but you need to know when you're problem solving and when you're just going in a circle and you're not doing anything good. The problem with it is, is that like everything we talk about, for the most part, there's a good side and a bad side to it. Exactly. So being exactly. an overthinker might be a great thing because you might think of every different variable. You could be the greatest problem solver in the world because you think of every variable right. and what could happen and you know how to work around that. 
But at the same time, then on the flip side, an overthinker is going to take some small problem and just keep thinking about it and help that problem. Something that doesn't even matter. I mean, I can't think of a good example of something that just purely doesn't matter. But they might take it and they start thinking about it and slowly over time they turn it in to something that is a big problem. Oh, right. I've done that before. I've done that. So, and that's not a good thing. No, gosh, no. But on the flip side, if you're looking at a real problem and seeing all the different options and and things Mm -hmm. to come up with the best solution, that's a great way to use that overthinking ability. Problem is, is that there's always the flip side to the good side, so... Right. I mean, because in many ways, I am a good problem solver. Mm. And whether that comes from my overthinking or whether that comes from the, I mean, I always said that that comes partially because I'm an artist and I have to solve problems in my paintings and et cetera, et cetera. Um, But I, I just think I've become a good problem solver throughout my life. So it just comes from a lot of things. And then you have the moments where like, I, I mentioned in a previous episode when we were in Ecuador and we have like a two or three hour van ride and it's raining and I'm thinking, well, man, when we get there, is it still going to be raining? Should I get out my raincoat now? Are we going to do the activity? And I'm thinking, well, why should I even be thinking about this now? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about every variable and there's no nothing that I could do at that moment. So there's things that you need to think about can I control this and can I control it now? And, and that's where you need to, to sort of stop your thoughts, figure out, is this something that I control? No, stop it early then. Because if you can't stop it early, the, the earlier you can stop it, great. Because otherwise it's just going to keep rolling, rolling, rolling down the hill faster. It's going to get bigger mm-hmm. and it's just going to keep getting worse. So that's really where, where you get yourself into trouble is when your thoughts just get bigger and mm-hmm. go faster. But there, there really are ways that you can help yourself. You can, you can go to therapy. I have gone to, th- to therapy. And when I talk, talk about therapy with that, you don't even have to go to psychiatrists, which are a little bit more expensive. You don't have to, to go on medication for this. You can get anxiety medicine, but you can really just do talk therapy, which is just the, the psychologist. I've done that. I know when, when we were getting married way back in the day, I went to a psychologist because I, I had a lot on my plate. It, it wasn't just us getting married. I, I just had a lot with us, with me working at the time at a corporate job because hate corporate jobs. <laughs> They're not for me. I There was just a lot going on. So I talked to her and she she really went through a lot with me. She was just like, look, these are the things that could happen, but really what's actually feasible. <laughs> and, and it was really, really helpful. And cause I, I do genuinely remember that we did go through some of the stuff. Cause I, I remember, I don't know. I, I do recall having some fears about things that could happen at our wedding. I don't know why, but so I do recall that she was telling me this cause I was, I kind of had some worrying overthinking and, and yeah, so she went through some of that with me and, and I, I got better at the time and I, I got worse again, but I do still sometimes go through and go, really, could this happen? And even if, can I control it? That's the biggest thing in your head that you have to think about. Can I control it? Right. And 
and just getting to the point where you can acknowledge, okay, this is something I'm overthinking about and it shouldn't be something I'm overthinking about. And and granted, that's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. But really, that's what it comes down to is you have right. to do it. If you're suffering, if you find that you're having this happen to you on a, a, over and over and over again, you have to start acknowledging that it's happening. And then hopefully over time, once you realize it's happening, you can just turn it off. Right. Or just ignore it, well, you know. And really what I should do is is say, and I, I don't know why I haven't done this before, because Eric is aware of my overthinking. You should get yourself a buddy. I should just have Eric be my buddy. I should just say, Eric, I'm overthinking again. Can you help distract me? Can we, can we talk? But there's other tips too. You can write down your overthinking, write down your thoughts. Sometimes when you write down your thoughts, you look at it and go, okay, this is either stupid, or you can say, oh, this is what it is. I can fix this. I can't fix this. There's there's a couple different things that you really can do. But sometimes really all you need to do is distract yourself, and then, then those thoughts don't come back. Right, and, and distracting yourself, I mean, a great way to do it, I would say to do that, is find something that requires your mind that you can do easily, like... I play a lot of video games, yeah. so that would be my go-to. If I, my mind was racing, I'd probably start playing a video game, yep. and it would eventually, it, it might not, you might not play the video game very well because your mind is still going to be trying to race on that thing, but after right. 10, 15 minutes of forcing yourself to play a video game, don't be like, well, I can't play a video game right now, I'm just, I, my mind is too much, force yourself to play that video game and eventually your mind will escape whatever it's obsessing about and it'll focus onto the video game. Right. And And it doesn't have to be a video game. Maybe it's a board game. Maybe it's reading a book. Right. And maybe Uh, you need to play some music when you need to, like to distract your brain while you're doing it or something. Sometimes reading a book works for me. Sometimes. I think reading a book would be tough because you really have to focus or you just don't hear any, comprehend anything in the book. Yeah, depends on how much my brain is is racing because there's days where I'm just like, well, now I need to look this up. And and honestly, like like in last night in your situation, it was probably good that you let your mind run because you rewrote this episode. <gasps> right. But another option you could have had is if ju- you should have just gotten up and watched a TV show. Yeah. Because by the end of the TV show, your mind would have settled off of that thing. I can't promise you that as soon as you lay back down and tried to go back to sleep, it wouldn't come right back. But then if that happens, what do you do? Get up and watch another TV show until it goes away. But I'll tell you, after I got this out of my head, I went to sleep. Yep. So that's why I say sometimes when you write things down, it helps. So that's why you need to try different things. And so here's the other thing I was going to say. If you try to do something and then all of a sudden, you know, maybe you play a video game. you You play a game of John Madden football. You get through an entire game. And then all of a sudden, a little bit later, that thought comes back. Maybe you think, okay, why did this thought come back? And that's when you got to think, okay, do I need to address this thought? Is this more serious than why? Or is this just a really stupid thought that, okay, this lady said, no problem. I let you go across the street. And I'm just upset because she didn't think I was a nice person that I am. <laughs> I mean, it because that's a really stupid one that I keep thinking about, but it just keeps popping in there. So, and I, I genuinely know that that's a stupid one that's bothering me, 
but it's just coming back. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you actually have one that you need to address. And I've had those, and then it turns out better in the end that I address them. So it's it's just it's just really weird. And then that's when it turns into problem solving. So there really is a fine line. And that's where I said, like, I used to think that my overthinking was a good thing. Well, that's probably because I was doing the problem solving at that time. But then there's the overthinking where it's a horrible thing and I can't sleep at night. And I I go, well, Eric, did you pack those cups for the event tomorrow? And yeah, it seems like it's a good idea that I was overthinking it. But then I'm laying in bed, not Not sleeping sleeping. either. Mm -hmm. So there's a 50-50 split right there. So you, you really have to think about what what you're giving up with this overthinking too. So you really have to kind of figure out what your method is in terms of what works for you to get all that stuff out of your head and not be thinking too much so you can live live a clear life, I guess. And and yeah, you just gotta gotta get it out of your head. Okay, so since we're winding down on the content here, uh, let me ask a couple of questions to yeah, of kind course. of wrap this up. So I put this on the not not based on the research you've done about mm-hmm. overthinking, but on a scale of or on a scale of like really bad things that people suffer from and not not so bad like minor things that people suffer from in your situation, where do you think overthinking cause falls? Is this a huge problem for you to deal with or is this kind of on the grand scheme of things pretty minor? I would say it's fairly minor, but it it can get heavier, if that makes sense. It, it really depends. So if I am slightly more hypomanic, it can definitely get worse. Like I can get overthinking so bad that I just need, like I should probably write down the thoughts or something because it just goes over and over and over in my head. And I would imagine that some people probably get to that even worse or to that point on a more daily basis. And I've probably gotten to that and I've probably just gotten better over the years. So there are probably people who are like that on on a more regular basis. So it can probably, I, I would say it can probably get pretty so you think pretty it- wicked for some people and I think I can get it pretty pretty okay for myself but it can get it can get pretty bad for me and I would challenge I, w- I would ask any listener if if somebody has a different view on that I'd love to hear like how severe this gets for people because are yeah. there people that are riddled on a daily basis because I assume this doesn't happen to you on a daily basis no, it I probably, feel like I've probably had some thoughts that kind of come in and then I'm like, okay, no, we're not dealing with this today. And I think it's just because I'm finally aware of it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's probably why. But I would be curious if there is somebody that, I mean, like this is a daily fight for them. Right. You know, they're just obsessing about whatever the new thing for that day is. and Yeah. And it would be really interesting to hear because, I mean... We talked about some of the things that I do or I could envision people doing to, to get over this. We talked about some of the things that you do to oh. get over this. But I would love to hear like somebody who is really riddled by this. 
what do they do? Because I bet you their strategies are far, far, far more effective than you I, or I's strategies. I have completely forgotten meditation. I, because I, I've really been trying to get into meditation recently, and I've, I've been getting, I've been getting so much better. And I, I know I was was talking to my aunt around Christmas, and I know because I know she is an overthinker, and I don't, I don't know how severe she is, and I know she's been trying to do meditation, and I'm, so that's why I, I remembered this. Um, so now explain meditation to me because to me. Meditation that would is not when you overthink. No, would not be possible while you're overthinking. Is meditation something you, if you do on a regular basis, it's supposed to kind of level you out it I to think, a point where you yeah. get less overthinking as an issue? Yeah. Or yeah, okay, yeah. So what I, I'm trying to get to it to ba- daily. I haven't gotten to it daily. I get I get to where I'm like on a streak, and then all of a sudden I miss a day. I'm like, I get really mad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you do it daily you kind of get a little bit more zen and then if you if you get to a point where you're overthinking you can kind of hopefully do a deep breath and you can't necessarily get to a medita- meditative point but if you meditate you might not necessarily get to a full zone mm-hmm. but you can at least kind of shut it off a little bit faster mm-hmm. than you might than you would have so it it at least helps you it helps you kind of get more zen in your daily life like mm-hmm. ever since I started meditating I have it it has helped me just in general like I can close my eyes and and just zen out faster than than I used to when, whether it's meditating or just in general now granted I will say when I'm hypomanic yeah that is Harder. I would imagine it's impossible. It's not going to work. Well, it it works. It's just harder. It depends. It doesn't work as well. (laughs) I guess I can see that. Yeah. I mean, it really it it depends on where I'm at. You know, if I'm in if I'm in my room that I'm working on making into my my Zen zone, then uh, then yeah, it's a lot easier as long as my cats aren't in there. But yeah, that 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 really does help. Do you feel like since you since you um started doing this meditating yeah do you feel like it has helped with overthinking do you think it I, comes less frequently now than it did before because like the example the reason so. i asked this question is because to me the example you used when we were in the up with the lady that said <laughs> you know demanded a thank you for letting us cross a road that's she, so hard. that to me is a very normal Maybe maybe you obsessed over it a little more than than you should have, but but I also think like like I look at it from that perspective because that wouldn't bother me as much as I think it would bother you. Yeah. Like if somebody doesn't think I'm a nice guy, I don't give a crap. You yeah, know, well, like, and I don't know if that's why it bothered me or not. I would not. assume that's what it bothered you. Like you always thought well, you in your mind, you're a very courteous person. You yeah. say thank you when you should and stuff like that, and then have somebody you know. Like demand a thank you or something because you didn't say thank you is... Well, and I think I was just mad because I'm like, what, you want me to cross the road when there's traffic coming? And, but, so, so, okay, so sorry, now you were saying, did the, do you feel the meditation helped with something? Yeah, do you feel like meditation has helped to lessen your overthinking or... Well, so I would say kind of, the, the only thing is I know, like, say, 
this weekend, that one kept kind of coming up, but I, when it came up, like, I, I don't know. I was, I kept getting mad when that one came up, kept coming up. Cause I was like, no, you're done overthinking Tracy. You can, you don't need to think about that one. Like, I'm like, why does this keep coming up? It's, it's silly. And, but then when it kept coming up, I, there were a couple times that I kept examining it because I'm like, why are you bothered? By this but then I said but then I just shut it down I'm like Tracy there's no reason to overthink about this so I don't know if that was the meditating or the thought of knowing that overthinking is bad for me so it's it's really hard but I do know that I I meditated at least once or twice when we were on our trip the one time was kind of hard because you were around and <laughs> Your, your mouse was clicking and <laughs> but but I did try because I was trying to meditate with sounds around me and it would have been easy if you didn't have such a loud mouse clicking. I do have a loud mouse so but but I was trying because I'm I'm trying to get to the point where I meditate with sounds around me so that I can just kind of zone out with when I'm where I, wherever I am that's kind of my next my next goal I want to I want to practice just so that whenever I need to, I can just kind of zone. So, so what do you, you talked about a couple different solutions to this Yeah, that you use to get over your overthinking. What, what's your favorite go-to thing? Once you realize oh, I'm overthinking about something, what's I would the first say, thing you try to do? I would say like there's, well, my, I would say the first thing is I look at it and I say, is there a reason I'm overthinking this? So, with, so, so kind of acknowledging it. Yeah, I acknowledge no, it. Acknowledge it and be like, okay, what's the co- root cause of this? Yep. And then. Yeah. Because now that I realize that there's a difference and a reason, et cetera, that, that there could be a reason. Because lately, especially, I there there's, there's different things, especially with, I'm such a weird, moody person. I, I do things, and you, you've you realized this. I say, well, you know, I listen to music depending on my mood. I mm. eat depending on my mood. I, I do everything based on my mood. Mm. I, I'm such a mood-driven person. So then I say, so I I just have to, I examine it first. I just, I say, okay, well, is there some reason I'm feeling, I'm overthinking this? And then if I can't figure it out, then I, I just say, we're just going to shut this down. There's, you don't, you don't overthink anymore, Tracy. You can't do anything about this. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's what I try to do. And then like last night though, I, I, I just wrote it down because I knew the reason that I, uh, that I was overthinking. So that's, that's another one of my favorite ones is to write it down. Sometimes all you got to do is write it down and, and get it out. So that's another one of my favorite ones. Is to examine it, shut it down, or write it down. See, and shutting it down seems like kind of, I don't know, like I said, like I, I've said many a times I'm way underqualified to make this assumption, but, but I will. But um, it seems like shutting it down is just pushing it away to come back at a later time. The, I try to shut, the shutting it down only works a couple times. I will say, so generally I will have to do something to distract myself when I shut it down, but it... I, I guess what you have to 
what you have to look at. There's probably certain things that you overthink about that that um you should be shutting down because solving a problem that's not really a problem because you've just perpetuated it into a problem, right? Doesn't really do you any good, right? So, so it's that's better when to you just shut it. Best it, and probably in that situation. You're never going to come up with a solution because your mind's Correct. just going to manipulate it to and, be a bigger problem after you fix the little problem or whatever. That's why I'm saying. So, like in that, in that very first solution that I said, like when, when you're making a, a fake situation, if you're worried about money, but then you say, well, what if I lose my job? But they're not even cutting jobs at your work. Mm. That's when you say, shut it down. Shut it just down. Just examine your first thing of. Why are you worried about money? What can I do to make money? We'll save money or whatever. Worry about the first thing or not even worry about it. Fix the first thing. Or if that's not even a problem, deal with it. So you just kind of have to deal with what the actual issue is if there is an actual issue. And then you have to realize, is this a shutdown issue where I just need to end this because it's not going anywhere good? Or is this something... Like your podcast episode where you wrote it down and you woke up this morning and you're like, oh my God, I have an entire podcast episode and I like it a lot better than the one I'm editing right right now. And now I'm ready to plan a couple more episodes and I'm excited to plan them again. Mm. Whereas I had all my stuff with me for on vacation and I did not want to plan them. And it'll take me like five minutes to plan a couple up, well, a little bit more, but it won't take me any time to plan them because it's my life mm-hmm. instead of researching. I mean, I'll do a little bit of, I'll do some research so that I can have an actual definition or two, but it's, it's not daunting to me because I didn't like what I had. It's, it's, it, I was in a rut, mm-hmm. I felt like, and now I'm excited like I used to be. So there's just, there was just something wrong, and now there's not something wrong anymore. I addressed it, so that's cool. that's something that I had to that I had to address. I wrote it down, and now I'm not going to say things are fixed, but I addressed at least one, if not the problem. Hmm. And and I think that's sometimes sometimes what you have to do. You have to find one or multiple things that work for you and use the one that works at the time mm-hmm. of of your overthinking or or worry session or whatever you're having at the moment. Right. So that's a that's cool. my little spiel about overthinking and all I can say is I'm gonna continue to try to do better and yeah. Cool. Well I think that wraps up my questions. So if you've got nothing else I don't have anything else. So I hope you guys are are happy with the episode because I'm happier with with this episode than the last episode because I thought the last episode was absolutely boring. And feel free when, if you hear if you uh when you send in your question for the final yes. episode of the season, feel free give us some comments like, do you like the direction of staying more on Tracy's story or did you like the research side of it? You yeah. know, let us know what you think. The way I figure, if you guys want research, you can do the Google research, and I don't need to do that for you. I was just regurgitating Google research. Mm. I mean, that's boring. The way we started out was talking about all the 
the stigmas and the stuff. I was talking about life. Yeah, we're we're talking about life and how hard it is, man. No, but I mean, there's there's no reason why I have to regurgitate a bunch of boring stuff for you. That's you can go to talk radio for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, but. In two weeks, we're going to talk about the difference between anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And I'm not even going to get into that now, because if you ask me the difference, I would stumble my way through trying <laughs> to tell you that I'm not even going to lie. I could tell you the difference, kind of. I know the difference, but we're going to spend an episode talking about it. Let's just tell you that. So I'm really excited to bring that to you in two weeks. And... With that, I'm just going to tell you, please visit our our websites, our Facebook and our Instagrams, and send us some questions. Our, our email is stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. We'll see you in two weeks. I'm Tracy. I'm Eric. Later.